Hey everybody, Pastor Chip, I hope you're doing well today. Sorry I didn't catch you yesterday. <laughs> Excuse me. Man, it's been, it's just been a jam up fast past uh, two weeks actually. Um, man, my granddaughter's still in the hospital and struggling and appreciate your prayers for that and had my daughter's wedding Saturday and Sunday. I drove all across the state of North Carolina two or three times, I think, uh, back and forth. And rehearsals and the wedding and late nights. And there's just a lot of things going on. Um, <clears throat> that granddaughter thing is dragging us down. You know, she's... Um, Just don't really know. Don't really know. She's getting better, but she's not where we want her to be. But anyway, and all that's causing drama and strife between families, and and then uh, you got people that want to. If you didn't notice, the title of this one is empathy. You got people that want your help doing things. They want you to, you know, get their tractor out of the ditch or cut the tree off their fence for them or, you know, help change the battery in their car, cut their grass when they're out of town, let their dogs out. You know all this stuff. I mean... It's life, people. It's life. It's called being a good neighbor. It's called doing good for each other. And then you got these people, the same people, that turn around and forget that the rest of the world has problems too. I think the world should stop for them. Or they don't think... They don't think back past their present state in life to when they were young. And maybe they cut up in town and burnt donuts in town with their cars or had loud parties with their girlfriends or boyfriends or friends and maybe rode dirt bikes a little too much, too loud. They forget about growing up. Then they think... I don't want to hear my neighbor's kid riding a dirt bike. I don't want to hear that dirt bike on their property. And I don't care about the kids running up and down the road. We've all been there. We've all done it. Hey, even where I live. I live up here in the mountains. I got God's beautiful scenery here. I got this dead blame annoying goose that won't shut up sometimes. I mean, it's quiet. It's really quiet up here, except for the wind and, the, you know, the animals sometimes. But then, on occasion, you hear a four-wheeler out there on the road or back in the woods somewhere. Or you hear cars, four-wheel four -wheel drive cars ripping up the road somewhere. Or you'll hear a group of motorcycles, because, you know, they, 
This is the place where people come to ride motorcycles in the mountains. And there's a cafe nearby, and you'll hear motorcycles ripping it up down there on, the, on that road. But guess what I'm not doing? I'm not snatching up my phone and calling 911. Oh, God, there's somebody out there riding a four-wheeler and tearing it up. Well, there's motorcycles tearing up the road down there. Excuse me. I'm not, you know, I mean, it's life, people. It's life. Life comes at you. And these aren't the only, the, the only circumstances or examples. You know, Sunday I was going to the wedding. I was riding down a four-lane. I mean, it was a busy four-lane. Well, busy for where I was. Not busy like New York busy, but... But it was busy enough and kind of bumper to bumper cars and I saw the cars in front of me kind of swerving to the right a little bit and going around this motorcycle and he was just off the edge of the asphalt in the median and he was trying to get the motorcycle started and get back up on the asphalt and nobody was stopping so when it came my turn to go around him I just stopped and put on my four ways and he looked up like Aren't you going to run over me too? I'm like, no, dude, go ahead. Take your time. Get your bike out there. If you need to push it, push it, you know? So, gets his bike going and he had a temporary tag on it. So, it's a new person struggling with a new bike. Maybe not a good bike rider to begin with. Not a lot of people are skilled bikers when they buy their bike. But he's out there on that bike um, making his way and he managed to he managed to get through got back out on the road got down to where he could get out of the way and went and pulled off to the side and waved at me as I went by how about that didn't hurt a thing didn't hurt a thing but where is empathy? Where is empathy in our world? Where are people that have understanding, patience, love, care for other people? Where are people that <laughs> take the time to help somebody across the road or to buy a meal for somebody or we are just, I tell you what, I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm old and crazy or tired of the world or or there's more of it around, but I'm getting tired of this stupidness, you know? I mean, I'm just getting tired of it. Nobody has patience for anybody anymore. It's crazy. And, and get off your rear end, go to a hospital, and walk down a hall... And see if you're the only person in there that has a problem. If you look in just about every room as you walk by, there's somebody in there and they have a problem. Because they're in the hospital. They're sick. They're broken. They're hurt. They're dying. 
and they're all worried about themselves. And rightfully so. Because they don't know what their future holds. You know, my grandbaby laying up there in that hospital, it just tears me apart. I can't go see her. I can't do nothing. My daughter was getting married this weekend, and, you know, my one daughter wanted us to cancel the wedding, and I'm like, everything's in motion. All the vendors, the, you know, the meal, the caterers, the venue, the place, all the people, the music, everybody is there. They've been booked for almost a year out. The clothing, the scenery, the setting was all seasonal for the fall. And if we had canceled, what could we have done? Would everyone there that was a part of the wedding, if we had canceled, would it have made one difference as far as could we all go to the hospital and sit? No, we can't even get in the hospital. And I'm sorry, you know, I would like to have included my daughter in the wedding. But she was where she was supposed to be with her daughter. I wouldn't have expected her to be anywhere else. Sadly, life does not stop for any one person. Life continues. The world spins. The seasons change. The rain falls down. The sun comes up. <coughs> the moon goes down. The cycles continue. And in the midst of all of it, no matter where you are and what you're doing, you've got to remember you're not in control. God is in control. Now, can we do anything about anything? Well, sure, we can, we can choose how we respond and we can choose how we act to people. We... We are to, we are compelled, we are told, we are basically ordered, if you want to say, in the Bible, that we're to show the love of Christ to people we meet. Not just Sunday in the church. We're supposed to do it outside the church. The people in the church should already know. It's no big deal to be showing the love of Christ there. You need to be showing the love of Christ to the people you meet in the street, where it's the most difficult, where it's the hardest, where it means the most. So, you know, I was struggling. Empathy. Now, I don't think that's a word that's going to be in the Bible. So I said, let's look up empathy. And I got to look and I found First Peter 3, 8... And 9A, let's see if I can find it here. It's kind of getting dark. I'm using my flashlight on my porch. 1 Peter 3, 8 and 9. Finally, 
all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Do you hear that? Compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling. Can you imagine? Man, just think about it. Think about how much different Christianity would be if those, if Jesus and his apostles got up every morning, walked out of wherever they were, and started blessing people out. Telling them to get their donkeys out of the road they didn't want to, you didn't want to be walking behind that smelly thing and clean the road up and I ain't got time for this. I got to get to the next synagogue. You're clogging traffic. I don't care if you're sick. Go see a doctor. I'm not healing nobody today. Can you imagine? We would not be the religion we are today. You know, oh Lord, like my buddy Keith tells me, my son-in-law and my daughter are struggling with their granddaughter. People around us are sick. People say, you don't know what I'm going through. Well, to borrow from Keith, who borrowed from the Bible, I have been through the shadow of the valley of death. I have been down. I have been down to the lowest parts of my life. Was it the low that the other people have gone through? No. But but it was a low nonetheless for me. But who walked me through the shadow of the valley of death? None other than Jesus Christ himself grabbed me by my hand. And walked me through the valley of death. And brought me up to the hilltop on the other side. And people, that's the way it is with life. We have. We have low points. And we have high points. But the one thing you've got to have consistently through all of them is Jesus. If you only call on Him in the good times... How are you getting through the bad times? We need to have empathy. We need to understand that everybody has pain and suffering, some different than others. We need to understand that everybody has kids and some don't have kids. And that everybody loves to ride and make noise and music, but hey, maybe not on my time and my schedule. But we need to understand other people's schedules. And we need to learn to communicate. You know, if you want people to help you out, help people out. If you want people to be empathetic towards you, be empathetic towards them. 
But just remember, like I've said in some of my other podcasts, if you've got people that continuously abuse you, and you're the person like myself that just would go the extra mile every time they ask, maybe sometimes we need to stop going the extra mile. It doesn't mean we don't like them. Just don't put yourself out there to get hurt all the time if you can't reason with them. If you can't find common ground, back off a little bit. Don't expose yourself so much. It's not that hard to do. It's just whatever you do, Whatever you do, whatever you do, keep God at the center of it. Do your best to put God at the center of all your actions. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Thank you all. Be safe. And try to Share some love to the people you meet. And please, pray for my granddaughter, Cambry.